Welcome to Season 5 of Retrain Your Brain. I'm Chartered Psychologist Dr. Audrey Tang, and it's not enough to know what to do. You have to feel strong enough to do it. I use practical positive psychology tools alongside coaching to create that healthy buffer to the dips of life's roller coaster so you can continue to flourish. And this season, we're going to look at some of those tools. Today, I'm going to talk about choosing acceptance in order to free up your energies, because I think this would be a lovely way to end this season on resilience. In the Book of Joy by Archbishop Tutu and the Dalai Lama, there is an appendix of meditations. And whilst these two are known, it's worth reflecting on them now. The first is a Buddhist prayer. If something can be done about it, What need is there for dejection? And if nothing can be done about it, what use is there for being dejected? The second is the serenity prayer. God give us the grace to accept with serenity the things that cannot be changed, courage to change the things which should be changed, and the wisdom to distinguish the one from the other. I should also add that within the book, the Dalai Lama also explains his views on analytical meditation. Whilst there is always a place for meditation where we shut our eyes and get away from it all, this is an active approach where we use that time to learn. Personally, this is the type of meditation I use and I enjoy it greatly. I find that it gives me the headspace because I do it when I'm running and has the added bonus of my being able to reflect in order to get to the root of issues while in a safe and calm environment. This is much more effective for taking considered action rather than instinctive reaction. So why focus so much on acceptance? Well, we have a finite amount of time and energy available to us to do all the many things we desire. However, we don't always allocate it specifically to our goals and the areas which serve us. Some of that energy gets wrapped up in anxiety, in worry, in other people's psychodramas. The more those latter elements chip away, the less we have for ourselves. And this in turn can create additional stress for us. As compassionate people, we are often drawn to support others. And this is a wonderful, kind and generous thing. However, we are most effective in our support when that support is in turn effective at initiating the changes needed. Simply being drawn into a whirlpool of sadness or toxicity is helpful for neither you nor the person you're trying to support. So by being able to practice acceptance of reality, you are also able to plan effectively what can be done. Through looking at what you can and can't influence, you can focus on the things you actually have an effect on. And this means energy and time are always directed in the most valuable manner. Acceptance is not about giving in. It's about knowing the reality from where to start. So, Try this simple exercise for acceptance. In a relaxed time and place, think of a situation that you're struggling with. Remind yourself first that life does include painful moments and those can affect us and those we love. 
Remind yourself also that you may not know all the reasons leading up to this situation or struggle that you face right now. And remind yourself there is little to do to change the past. Your greatest effect will be on the future. Something I look at at myself and with clients is when I'm thinking about finding out the why, yes, the route may be helpful, but it does little else than explain the reasons. It doesn't necessarily help me effect change. So sometimes accepting reality for what it is and working from there means I actually take proactive action and do something effective. So in that relaxed time and place where you are accepting of the emotions you feel and the struggle that you may be in and the fact that you cannot change the past, try this affirmation. I accept what I cannot change and direct my energies into what I can influence. I am responsible for myself and my behavior alone. If I can assist, I will help others. If I cannot, I will send hope, love and good wishes to them. Now it's up to you. You may wish to replace the phrase good wishes with pray for. And if you are religious rather than just broadly spiritual, that might be the approach you'd prefer to take. But try that and try to then allow yourself to focus on what you can do, on what you can create. And if you do find yourself fretting over something that you know that through analytical reflection or meditation you cannot influence, you might also want to try these alternatives. Tell yourself, even if I cannot control anything else, I can control my breathing. And I do this while practicing square breathing, which is using my fingers to trace a square in the air, breathing in as I make the horizontal line, out on the vertical, in on the horizontal and back out on the vertical. And or you might wish to find something you can do which will raise your energy a little. For example, listen to music, share in laughter, message a friend. I read or sometimes listen to positive affirmation meditations. At least then you will have built up a little more energy to spend. We can create energy. In the same way as we charge our phones to keep them working, we can do the very same for our heart, our mind and our body. And by joining this ability to create our own energy, to be able to re-motivate ourselves and find that vibe to do what it is we need to do by ourselves, for ourselves, we negate the need to look elsewhere for that motivation or that drive. And that means we are capable and self-sufficient and able to do what we need to do when we need to do it. As I said at the very start of this season of podcasts, I tell people that contrary to popular belief, the secret to resilience is not that it's about survival. Survival is instinctive and we all have that. Resilience takes work. It is about building emotional and mental fortitude to be strong enough to choose our response over the instinct to react.
to not let anxieties or negativity overwhelm you and be able to choose wisely, to keep going even when you're exhausted and have little to see in terms of results, just knowing that they will come if you're that little bit more patient. Resilience for me is not the survival of crisis, but of staying strong after it to rebuild, to grow and to thrive. But what if? What if building mental and emotional fortitude, building our inner strength, energizing ourselves to not just get by, but to flourish is no longer a secret, but a celebrated value? What if it is actually an essential part of everything we teach or do and something that we recognize as fundamental to living, to growing and to being the person we want to be, living the life we desire? What if it's not a secret anymore? What if it's a value that you appreciate and you practice daily. And that's all we've got time for. So for more, check out my YouTube channel, Dr. Audrey Tan, for my tried and tested positive psychology and coaching techniques. Go to my website, www.draudreytea.com, for blog articles, which are also packed with the practical tools I use. And if you want to book one-to-one coaching, expert comment, or a well-being presenter, email me on audrey at clickproductions.co.uk. Make time to invest in you.